Suffolk Pod Show is produced and managed by podtalk.co.uk. I'm Mark Mason. And I'm Susanna Hornby. There's also cognitive response to music. You know, music triggers the brain in a way that no other kind of art or kind of, I don't know, nothing can touch in a way that music can. You know, when we listen to music, the whole whole brain is active. You know, if we listen to language, if we had like electrodes on our head to study what's going on when we listen to language, mm-hmm. you'll see that certain areas light up. When we listen to music, the whole brain lights up. Episode 40. Susanna talks to Ray Travasso from Suffolk Music Therapy Services. Ray is a qualified music therapist and is the co-founder of Suffolk Music Therapy Services. Welcome, Ray. Hi, Susanna. It's lovely to be here with you. Well, you're very welcome. Your work is extraordinary and it floors me and we're really looking forward to hearing more about what you do and, and who you work with. But how did all this begin? Well, so um, I've always been interested in music, you know, from a, a young age. Often people say, you know, when did you start? How old were you when you started playing the piano? Well, we had a, an old batter piano at home and I don't know how old I was, but it was when I was tall enough to reach the keys is, is what my mum says. Um, it's when I started playing and um, music's been really, really important in in, in, um, in my life, my family life. We'd always have songs at home, you know, playing around the piano and singing around the piano. But, you know, you know, I sort of trained classically up mm-hmm. to sort of grade five and was just doing the normal things most young people doing, playing the piano. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then I started to play some music at church and that really got me interested in playing in groups. Mm-hmm. And the people in church, they were all Irish, so they loved Irish music. Mm-hmm. So I learned how to play along with them while I had to sort of work out what their fingers were doing on their guitars and I'd work out chords <laughs> and then I'd work out, you know, slowly working out music, but mm-hmm. um, realising the power of music. But it all really sort of kicked off when I... Um, I was in a band. We used to gig mm. in London in the Camden scene in yeah. the sort of uh, what must be sort of the late 1990s. Mm. Um, we were at, yeah. In, every night we're in a, in a some grotty pub somewhere. <laughs> no, nowhere near like what it is at uh, Stonham Barnes, uh, of course. <laughs> but it was really, uh, but it was yeah, really this grotty place. And we'd be rehearsing, and, and um, all we wanted it was a record deal. And so to to fund, you know, um, me being able to do this, I worked in a school uh, in, in East London, in mm-hmm. Leytonstone, wow. and I used to just, you know, help out. I helped out with a uh, in a school with uh, some of the children were really in trouble, and uh, I sort of. Uh, set up a, a, a spare club. We had a spare classroom at the time. I don't know if you can ever have cl- spare classrooms nowadays, mm-hmm. but a, a spare classroom, and we we just set it up for. It was only for the the young people who were in trouble mm-hmm. um, and who were troubled. And um, and I said, look, I'll make a little music club. And w- what we found out was this this small group of young people. I mean, some of them were involved in gangs, and they were mm-hmm. really, you know, they were bullies, and they were just really. Co- they used to cause this music department loads of trouble mm. and um uh, but actually and i wasn't a qualified teacher or anything you know um but i, I was just an office junior at the school i just said i'd offer to help with these young people because to be 
honest, no one really knew what to do with these young people. And so we had this little club, and of course, they were the most talented of ever. I'd never seen young wow. people this talented before. And so they were dancing, they were singing, they were writing their own songs, they were rapping. And I found that, that I, I, you know, I took them to a local recording studio, they made their own album. Um, <laughs> we performed, performed, that their students performed at school. And of course, what happened was the, the teachers and the other children started to see them in, diff- in a different way yeah. and that was really positive for them and they saw themselves in a different way and it really made a difference to them and I, I realised you know I was getting more out of seeing these young people get on stage seeing how music changed them than myself going on stage mm. to be honest <laughs> uh, and that's when I thought right I need to find a job that will make a difference uh, in music uh, and then came across music therapy and that was sort of the and then uh, and then I began the training so uh, yeah. that's what got me into it wow what a way to get into it. And um, at some yeah. point you, you married and you set up. Yeah. So, okay. So then, um, so I did the training at a place called Nordoff Robbins, which mm-hmm. is a music therapy center in London. Yeah. And they've got a few centers uh, around the world. And so we tra- I trained with people from, you know, from different countries. We had a Japanese music therapist, a Greek music therapist. Um, and that was great, you know, hearing and finding out about different music from yeah. different cultures. Yeah. And then I did the training, which is a, a master's. You have to have that. To, to be a qualified therapist and it's a, it's a state registered profession so we're grouped with uh, physiotherapists and speech and language therapists right. um within like the nhs kind of system mm-hmm. um and then it was all about trying to find a job and i found a sort of six hour a week job at a children's hospice uh in in suffolk and started working there mm-hmm. uh and loved it absolutely loved it mm-hmm. and then you know after a number of years lots of you know schools were starting to approach me and ask me oh could i work Work. could I work in the school and I just didn't have the time because I was yeah. also working at the adult hospice mm-hmm. and uh, I kind of said well look you know what I'll help you get like a job description we'll put together like what you know a model of music therapy how it would work for your schools mm. and um, put that all together for them and said look I'll help you you know interview if you wanted to but and then and then I'll leave you guys to it you can carry and they said no we'd really like to get the music therapy from you and and that, and then so I reluctantly actually sort of said yes and then we sort of set up Suffolk Music Therapy Services mm. um that was about 11 12 years ago now and um and all I can say is is just grown and grown and grown you know we don't advertise the work we don't we've never ever done that uh, mm. we have a website and yeah. a Facebook page but we don't go out to actively want the work to increase we just respond to the work that we have trying to do the best that we can with mm. the people we work with and and then you know the word spreads and now we've got a team of 14 therapists working all over east anglia mm. as far as chigwell in east london all the way through to lower staff we're working mm. in norfolk as well hertfordshire we provided most of the special schools in essex and suffolk mm-hmm. uh, but we also work at sue rider in in ipswich we're working we're going to start working at zest which is part of st elizabeth hospice for young people mm-hmm. we do lots of work with um, elderly people in care homes dementia work and yeah, we're also providing at Ipswich Hospital and the Children's Ward. There's a lovely uh, post that we've got going there. So there's all yeah. sorts of different things uh, going on. So I'm going to have to ask, you're going to have to tell us what you're doing uh, and how does it all yeah, work. Yeah. And, and, yeah, tell us the magic yeah. of it. Yeah, so it, it's really simple. Okay, uh-huh. basically, it all works down to this simple, simple kind of belief, I suppose, that as music therapists, we believe that every single human being is musical 
everyone. Mm. And that we all have an innate response to music that is intact. It doesn't matter how old, how young, how impaired, what culture we're from, you know, what, what our ability or disability is. Mm. We all have an innate response to music. We have tone in our voice that's unique to our, to our own voices. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have muscle tone even. We have a breathing rhythm. We have a heartbeat. We're musical people mm. and we respond to music without even thinking you know when we listen to music in the car we might be tapping our hand on the dashboard in time with the music or tapping our foot you know when we're running or something you might be running too in time with the music even when you hear babies crying sometimes in a church or somewhere you actually realize it's actually in tune with the music it's just a few (laughs) octaves above that we have this natural ability to to connect with music uh, without even thinking mm. and that that forms the basis our uh, whole, whole approach mm. and so then as music therapists we will look you know there's a, a physical response to music as I say we, we move sometimes we move to music without as I say without thinking yeah that can be really useful we've got movement problems you know yeah. um, like cerebral palsy or you know um, but we also um, are moved by music emotionally. You know, music brings, uh, there's so many different types of music that has so many different emotions to them. Mm. Uh, with rock, uh, you know, um, rap or country and western and heartbreak and all that, that happens. Yeah. Through, um, you know, and how, and as, as, you know, as, as individuals, we, we, we kind of, the emotional aspect of music is really important. You know, mm. we've all been moved by music at some point. We had that tingle down our spine or when we've seen a great concert, you know, Know, we're, we're just reminiscing about seeing you know Ed Sheeran mm. uh, in Ipswich uh, <laughs> a couple of years ago you know and so music has this um, emotional response physical response there's a social response to music we, yeah. it brings people together um, thinking about all the things that you've been doing at Sun and Barnes you know music can bring people together different people together it can be yeah. a, a real force for that and yeah. um, there's also cognitive response to music you know music triggers the brain in a way that no other kind of art or kind of I don't know nothing can touch in a way that music can you know when we listen to music the whole whole brain is active you know if we're listening to language if we had like electrodes on our head to study what's going on when we're listening to language mm-hmm. you'll see the certain areas light up when we listen to music the whole brain lights up all the neural pathways are, are triggered and are alive now if you've got a brain injury you've got autism you've got a neurological condition music can actually trigger some of these pathways that that, that are affected mm-hmm. and so we see amazing things happening in music yeah. therapy um, because of what happens naturally in music yeah. that's why we're suddenly if we're working in in a care home, um, working with um, people with dementia, maybe could be early stage, maybe late stage dementia. Mm. Start playing the opening chords of a song. Suddenly they get up, stand up, I've start dancing, yeah. singing the whole song. Yeah. And you sort of think, hang on, but that individual, I can't even have a conversation with this mm-hmm. individual, and yet somehow I can sing a song with them, mm. and they'll sing all the way through. Or working with, um, you know, um, someone with. Um, a brain tumor suddenly they're able to they might not, not be able to speak or string a sentence together i worked with a lady who had a brain uh, she had a left-sided neglect part of her brain tumor meant that her whole left side was affected she couldn't move her left arm she couldn't move her left leg uh, she couldn't even see in her left eye mm. and so 
um we we found um you know i was trying to work out what kind of music she liked she couldn't she couldn't even speak in a sentence she'd get stuck on a word mm. um and then it, no one understood what she was trying to say and found out that she loved singing in choirs so and mm. she loved singing in church so i started playing some old hymns and then yeah. suddenly she started singing along with me and she was even singing in harmony um Good so grief. um it's just me playing at the piano um and this this lady margaret who sat next to me um at the piano and i just start to sing opening chords of these this uh really simple well-known hymn uh and then just listen to see what happens as she starts to sing and this is all about the power of music for a lady who couldn't speak That's just so moving. So tell us about how you work with children. Yeah, so, um, I mean, working with children is brilliant. I love it because children don't have any inhibitions. (laughs) You know, they don't don't say, oh, I can't play the piano. (laughs) Or or my singing teacher told me I've never, you know, I can't sing. Actually, children just naturally respond to music in a way it's just so lovely uh, to work with so i work with babies who are newborn mm-hmm. to you know um, toddlers and work all the way through so but but actually all, all of the time the, the first thing for a therapist is to really understand and become aware of how the child is what is the child doing you know are they responding they're not responding what do they like are they responding to high sounds, low pitch sounds? Um, what you know, and then also, what are their needs? Uh, have they got a speech delay, or have they got some movement difficulties? What's going on for them, you know, sort of behaviourally? Um, do they have autism? Every individual with autism is can't be treated the same way. But we'll, we need to work out what what are the nuances, what are the differences uh, for for these children. What, what are they struggling with? What's making life difficult for them? Mm-hmm. Um, and then finding a way a creative musical way to respond to that so for example if it's a child who maybe it's about speech and they're not you know actually we find they're not able to use words or we will sing songs or find ways or use instruments where you blow into Mm. to kind of start to encourage making sounds and what we find is that you know through doing that just being really playful with the music we start to see children will use uh you know, sounds and words and start to creep into the songs mm. um and and that's a wonderful way to use music to actually help with children's you know uh, mm. speech um it may be anxiety you know we're now aware that children are 
uh, seem to be more anxious or we're aware of it much more. Mm. So, um, or, you know, uh, there sometimes uh, we work with children who are, they, they're called um, self-mute, so they just don't speak at mm. all. But they might um, at school, but at home they might speak, but they don't at school. And so finding ways to kind of really encourage uh, that. And, and it's it's got to be fun. You know, mm. it's got, the music's got to be fun. It's mm-hmm. got to be meaningful. We're not, we're not music producers and music teachers, so we're not trying to create perfect music. So if you were to hear a music therapy session, you, it wouldn't be all absolutely everything's correct, you know, um, yeah. and, mm. and everything's musically timed and, or everything in pitch. That's not what it's about. It's about being authentic and mm-hmm. being meaningful and about connecting. And through that, that's where the amazing things uh, start to happen. Yeah, I'm just imagining it. Um, this year, this last year or year and a half now, whilst we've been in this pandemic, must have been extremely challenging. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like like for everybody. I mean, we had, you know, we, we've got um, about sort of 50 different uh, contracts working in different organisations mm. all over the place. And, you know, I just remember in uh, was it early March 2020, I got a phone call from a mum saying, oh, can I cancel the session um, because of this COVID thing? And then later on that day, I got another phone call from school mm. saying, oh, just think, you know, and it, you know, just suddenly everything went crash, you know, yeah. and um, and as an as you know, uh, we employ music therapists. We really believe in that. Um, and I'm thinking, how you know, how are we going to, you know, what what, what are we going to do? All the work is just coming to an end. And and actually, it was um, someone who we, we've been providing music therapy for at the Ipswich Hospital. Um, someone who's been funding that lovely lady um, called Anita Grant. Um, suggested why don't you use zoom for music therapy and uh, we've always used zoom actually yeah. uh, we've been using it for the last sort of five six years for all our, a lot of our meetings because our therapists are all over the place and um for our supervision meetings so yeah. we were familiar with zoom but we never thought that we could use zoom to actually do a, um, a music therapy session mm. and so we kind of said okay let's give it a go and and this is where the team came in i mean we've got an incredible team of really amazing musicians mm-hmm. but brilliant therapists yeah. as well and we said well, let's test it let's try it out so they they kind of worked in pairs and we just tested we recorded every single time we learned something new mm-hmm. just put it back put it into the shared document you know mm-hmm. and we kept sharing kept learning and we, within a really short space of time we had some um, phenomenal uh, sort of examples of work um, and then we we're starting to get feedback from the parents saying you know what this is the first time I've actually seen my child do music therapy because normally they're at school and we don't get yeah, to see them course, doing it. Yeah. And, you know, we started to get some referrals for music therapy just for online work. And in fact, now, as we're sort of starting to think about bringing the work back back into face-to-face, which most of our work has now gone back to face-to-face, some of the work has continued online because actually we feel like that's, we can do that yeah. and, and the families yeah. and the individuals want it. We're working with a great uh, charity called Take Our Hand, mm-hmm. which is um, a bereavement charity um, supporting um, young people who you know have lost a loved one. Um, and we, we provide the music therapy for them and it's all online. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, it, it's... It, it's definitely opened up our world to some new ways of working. It's been hard. It's been really hard. And the therapists have had to work on their own. And mm-hmm. there's been lots of challenges for that. And, um, but, uh, they, they've, they've been amazing. And, uh, say we've, you know, we've come through it. Yeah. I mean, who knows? <laughs> who knows now? Yeah. But, um, but that's where we're at. Yeah. Now, you mentioned your team. And like you said, you've been talking to each other on Zoom and learning and sharing and goodness knows what. But you do get together if you can 
every year yeah. to really have a, a sort out and a learning session. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's absolutely it. Right. So, you know, um, because the team work in so many different places, we don't have a um, like an office mm. where we all sit together and, and, you know, have the time together with that. And so it's really, really important. And our therapists are working in some really difficult situations. And, you know, they might be working with people who are dying, uh, where there may be really extreme behavior. Uh, there could be lots of depression, you know, lots of really difficult places to work. And so it's really important that therapists uh, um, have the support and and training. They're not just left on their own to do that work. It's really important, like mm. like anything. Yeah. And the best, if you can really support the, your team, then then that can make a real difference because then that that cascades onto the quality of their work, yeah. and and their sort of levels of of meaningfulness and, ha- and happiness and, and and all of that. So we always have a a, a, a day where we, we meet together um, at the beginning of the year. Where we kind of get ourselves all organised and sorted, uh, and then we have a, a day at the end of the year and. Um, and you know we we weren't able to do that last year for all the obvious reasons and we're like oh we'd really like to find uh want to have a, a space where we can you know have a bit of distance if we need that a really lovely venue where we can just have that uh, time where the, we can really celebrate the work it will be a, a no screen day mm-hmm. there's nothing you know we won't be on any screens there'll be no zoom <laughs> um uh, or anything it'll just be purely about meeting together and sharing reflecting over the year about what's gone really mm-hmm really well uh what what do we need to learn from so we can really improve the work uh in the in the uh in the future yeah. but also we'll do something we always do something musical together and we've got um a guy called duncan uh walsh atkins who's a he's a, um, a professional musician who works for the tv and, and the stage mm-hmm. uh the west end and he does lots of the improvising you know when you watch those comedy programs and they're improvising a song and there's some guy sitting at the piano that's probably him, him. and <laughs> so um we're trying to think well, where can we find where can we go where we could uh, do uh, have a really nice day and then we came across Stun and Barnes and mm. the barn there and um got to meet David um who runs it and who's a lovely guy and he's he's and they enabled us to to use the facility and yeah. uh, we had a little look and it's just perfect absolutely perfect I think it's used for weddings and functions as That's well right, yeah. um but it's yeah. a great it's a great space for us to be able to be a team together share music uh together and have a really nice space um, mm. to be there together wonderful perfect and i know david is very excited to have you in fact the whole team is people listening will definitely want to be talking to you how do they reach out to you yeah okay so if you just do um we're called suffolk music therapy services mm-hmm. Um, there, we've got a website. So just type in Suffolk Music Therapy Services and we'll pop up quite quickly. Yeah. Um, if you, uh, and we also have a Facebook, uh, page as well. And there's all, all sorts of things we put on there for, for everyone to access, you know. Mm. Um, and, you know, cause music's great. So yeah, um, there's lots of ways of getting in touch. I've got an email, which is ray at Suffolk Music Therapy Services.co.uk, but you can find us quite yeah. easily by just typing in. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you've put a massive skip in my step today, Ray. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) And we wish you all uh, extremely well. Have a wonderful day at at Stone and Barnes Park. And, thank um, you, and thank you, thank you. (laughs) No, I'm just going to say what a lot of special people you are.
Oh well, no, thank you. You know, I don't. We, we none of us feel like we're special. <laughs> we're just doing our, you know, doing our bit, um, just to help people. And and uh, we love love a job. It's the best job in the world. So, but thank you to to you and your team for enabling us to have this time together because uh, it means a lot to us as well. So you, thank you. You are so welcome. Thank you. And one last thing, a special thank you to Stonham Barnes Park for introducing us to Ray. Thanks for listening to the Suffolk Pod Show. Find us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Or you can visit our website, podtalk.co.uk. And here's our disclaimer. The Suffolk Pod Show will not be held responsible for any omissions or errors in its podcast. The Suffolk Pod Show is produced purely for entertainment purposes. Views and opinions are that of our own or that of our guests.